You have now entered Joe's Common Sense, where Joe uses common sense to make sense of today's political scene. Now, coming to you from Omaha, Nebraska, Middle America, here's your host with a degree in political science, Joe Pilas. Today is May 17th. Welcome to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the whole Flynn thing, the whole Russian gate, the whole kit and caboodle that we're seeing come out of this now that we have these documents that have been unsealed and been made public finally after a year and a half of being promised to be made public by Shifty Shift. Um, they were finally released and made public in what a treasure trove of information. Now, if you're watching the mainstream news, CNN, MSNBC, you wouldn't probably see anything about this other than the fact that the Trump administration was trying to make something out of nothing. Um, we see that former Vice President Joe Biden, FBI Director James Comey, Intelligence Chief John Brenner and James Clapper, and Obama's Chief of Staff, uh, Dennis McDowell, were all involved in the unmasking of General Flynn. So what, what does that mean? So basically what that means is that unmasking is when the NSA intercepts a communication between a U.S. citizen and a foreign government. Now, we know that the call Flynn was on was simply to talk about sanctions um, for the incoming administration that were, had already been put in place by the Obama administration. And that was simply his call for that. But what ended up happening is these prior mentioned individuals, Biden, Comey, Brennan, they decided that they were going to let the media know. In fact, it shows in their notes that they were discussing when to actually release this information. When could the release of this information cause the most harm? And of course, they decided to do it in the transition period. The transition period being when President Trump came into office and when Obama left. Obviously, they figured it would have the most impact because it delegitimized his presidency. Because as we see, starting in 2016, all the talk about Russian collusion, Russian involvement, Russian agents, continuous. You know, this wasn't a, a good election. It was stolen by the Russians, um, even though he, he won the election. I mean, you know, I just look at this stuff and it's just, it's just so frustrating because for three years... Uh, those of us on the right side of the aisle have been saying this is happening, have been calling for this, have been you know, pointing to everything showing that this was a big farce. So we go back and look at this, and you know, they decided to unmask him or release his name, that he was having a conversation with the foreign government you know, with absolutely no context. So Obama knew. Obama knew before Sully Yates knew. Sully Yates was his attorney general. Um, so Obama knew. Sully Yates knew. Joe Biden knew, although he claims he doesn't know. But, you know, who knows with Joe Biden? Maybe Joe Biden actually doesn't remember. I don't know. I'm not sure he knows if he's still running for president or not. I haven't seen or heard from him lately at all. 
I see a lot of him denying everything he's done. He's denying sexual assault allegations. He's denying unmasking Flynn. But we get the notes from this meeting, the actual notes where these people met, and they discussed how they were going to do this. Just like the FBI notes that were released, showing that they had multiple meetings prior to interviewing Flynn, trying to figure out the best way to catch him up. What should our goal be? Should our goal be to get him fired? Should our goal be to get him to perjure himself? Should our goal be this? They had these meetings. And if you see the text between fired FBI agent Stores and Page, they continually discussed how they should frame this. And the funny thing is, is I, I didn't know this, and you might find this kind of odd, but the FBI does not record conversations or interviews. They simply handwrite them. So basically they have four to five days after the interview that both agents sit down and they write to the best of their ability, remembering what was discussed. So in today's day and age, I find that super, super hard to comprehend. I mean, the FBI doesn't record interviews. So we see in these texts between stores and pages, they're discussing how to frame this interview document. It's a 302 document is what it's called. And that has suddenly disappeared. So the document that they actually did write up has, of course, disappeared. Isn't that convenient? But we see them talking time and time again on text, trying to figure out how to frame it, how to, how to make it sound. I mean, they brought Flynn in. They didn't tell him he was under investigation. They didn't tell him they were questioning him. They didn't tell him anything. They just brought him in to talk to him. And based off that, that he lied. Now, if you listen to the only ex-president to butt his nose into the business of the current president, I mean, Obama, he claims that Flynn perjured himself. So if we look back through all these charges three years ago, Flynn never perjured himself. He pled guilty to lying. And he pled guilty to lying so he didn't involve his family, he didn't bring other people down, because he thought he was caught. Because he had no idea that this whole pre-meeting stuff was set up to get him to do exactly this. So... The Justice Department decides that we need to toss these charges out because, of course, the way the decision was reached, that he was guilty. So the Justice Department asks, us be, asks ask <laughs> that it be dismissed, and what happens? The liberal judge decides to not dismiss it and instead appoint a third party to submit an amicus brief. Uh, amicus meaning a friend of the court. So he's going to submit a brief arguing that Flynn actually did perjure himself. So this is incredible in and of itself is that the Department of Justice is telling a federal judge to dismiss the charges. The federal judge is going to take it upon himself to do this, not being asked by anyone to do this. And throughout the trial, there were several times where the defense wanted amicus briefs introduced on the behalf of Flynn, his character, uh, what he's done. And the judge denied this at every turn. But now suddenly this is okay. So the person they put in charge of this, of course, is a, is a Trump-hater. Uh, he's an ex-judge, uh, ex-attorney from the Democratic side. So, uh, of course, it just, it just continues. I mean, these people have been caught. Biden's been caught. Obama's been caught. 
doing all this, if we look through Shifty Shift's transcripts, we see the same people who were on CNN, the same people who were on MSNBC, stating that there was this collusion, there was this conspiracy, under oath admitted that there was no evidence of this whatsoever. No evidence whatsoever. So basically, this whole investigation, the whole Mueller investigation, everything has just been a ploy. Just think of all the millions of dollars that we wasted and what that could have gone to help. It's amazing to me that the media is not jumping all over the story. Can you imagine if this had happened the other way around? If Trump was leaving office and Obama was coming in? Can you imagine how this would be? It would be everywhere. People would be in jail. People would that have midnight raids on their home to arrest a white-collar criminal. But nothing. You know, we get the proverbial crickets from the media. I have a friend um, who's in California, and he posted some article on Facebook how all this was just a bunch of BS and how Trump was just trying to spin this. How can you spin the facts, people? That's what the media is trying to do today. CNN and MSNBC are all trying to say that this is nothing whenever they cover it. But how is this nothing? You have the FBI conspiring amongst itself to bring in a citizen under false pretenses, question them about something, although you're not telling them that you're questioning them on behalf of a crime, and then you're found guilty. And then they conspire the entire time on how they're going to spin this 302 report, and then the report actually disappears. So there's no record of it. Isn't that convenient? I mean, the Democrats just got sloppy at the end, I guess. They just didn't care anymore because they figured everybody would buy what they were selling. I mean, all they had to do was turn to the media, leak to the media. You know, and that's where this unmasking came from. It was them leaking to the media, giving this stuff to the media. And of course, the media is just another arm for the Democratic propaganda machine, as we see time and time again, and they were more, more than eager to post this stuff. More than eager to claim. More than eager to have guest after guest admitting that there was collusion, when in fact, under oath, they were admitting there was not. Heads should roll, people. We should be mad about this. This country should be upset that this was how these leaders acted. They couldn't accept the fact that they lost the election. You know, to, to me, it's like they're acting like they're a, a fifth grader. You know, they didn't get their way and they're going to cry and they're going to kick and they're going to do whatever they have to do to get what they want. They're going to throw a tantrum. But this tantrum cost us as a country. This tantrum cost us millions of dollars. It cost us time. It cost us energy. Wasted on nothing. Adam Schiff should have stopped this from the beginning when these people testified that there was absolutely no collusion. This investigation should have been done. Because there was no evidence. There was zero evidence. How do you have an investigation when you have no evidence? This should have been stopped from the start. 
but it was allowed to snowball and continue. I mean, when Schiff released this information, he still said Trump was guilty, President Trump was guilty. It's like, come on, people, you're grasping at straws. You know, now the media is spinning this to the fact that, oh, this isn't anything. This is nothing. This isn't an Obamagate. This is just Trump sour grapes. Really? You know, we see time and time again Obama politicizing political institutions to do his dirty work. You know, the IRS, the FBI, the CIA. He's directing all these people to do his dirty work. Well, you know what? You got caught. Are you going to pay? I don't know. I'd like to see these guys pay. I mean, Joe Biden's running for president. So now we got him being unethical. We have these rape accusations. We have him outing American citizens to the media for to further the goals of their party. But he's presidential? To me, it's just amazing that the Democrats will still support this guy. Oh, we just won't report about it in the news and then people will think he's not that bad. You know, because all we're seeing now from the media is the coronavirus, how many deaths, how nobody's responded, how we didn't act. But yet we forget back in January when we announced the travel ban to China, our president was called xenophobic, our president was called uh, racist, our president was called everything. You know, it's easy to sit back and second guess when we're through it, when we're done, when we have more information. And for the ex-President Obama to be inserting himself into this discussion is beyond reproach. He is the only ex-President who has ever come out and said anything about a sitting president. You know, we saw George W. the other day came out with a statement about the COVID, about how we all need to get together, we need to be together as people, you know, giving us a good message of unity. So yesterday, Obama was doing a virtual commencement address, and he decided to take it upon himself to bash this administration for their coronavirus response. Wow, so if I'm graduating college, my commencement speaker is going to bash the president. Instead of giving me something uplifting or telling me about the future or telling me the the path I can reach for the stars. No, we're just going to take this to bash. You know, go away, Obama. Go away. You and Hillary Clinton just need to go away. Can we please find them guilty of something so they can just go away? I mean, I'm just tired of it. And I don't know how our president continues to, to deal with this day in and day out. We catch these people red-handed, and it's being spun as it's nothing. Joe Biden could possibly be guilty of sexual assault, but we're spinning it as nothing happened, and he's innocent, and we shouldn't believe. It's convenient how the media decides what they want to put, when they want to put it, how they want to frame it, for what end they need. I don't, I don't know if they're just directly communicating with the DNC and are deciding what to release and how to release it, but there is no free press anymore in this country. If you're a journalism major, you're a joke. If you're a reporter, you're a joke. If you write a newspaper article, you're a joke. 
your profession is a joke. You are a virtual mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. There's no original thought. There's no investigative journalism. Everything has become so one-sided in journalism. And people wonder why we can't believe the media. Why President Trump calls it fake news. Because it is. For three years they pushed this. And now we found out it was nothing. Where is the news on that? That should be on the 24-hour cycle. Oh my gosh. We wasted all this money. We did all this investigation based on nothing. Based on these people being pissed off that they didn't win the election. So they're going to ruin the president coming in. Trump has been battling this deep state forever. And now we finally see that it is true. You know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, deep state, deep state, conspiracy theories. You know, a lot of people don't believe in that stuff. But I'm telling you, we see it right here, right now. And the, the media is silent. Because you're a joke. If you're a journalist, you are a joke. The TV news is a joke. Nobody talks about the issues on both sides. Nobody reports the news. They report their side of the news, what they want to say, what promotes their agenda, what promotes the Democratic agenda. People, it's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to go to the polls and vote for Republican. It's time to get these people out of office who have been there for 30 plus years. Nancy Pelosi's been there since 1987. Joe Biden's been in politics since the 70s. It's time for these people to go. It's time for America to take it back, take back our government. We're to the point where it's almost a tyrannical government. They're forcing us to do things. They're taking away our civil liberties. And we simply sit back and accept it all. And you turn on the news and all we see are, oh, everybody's dying from coronavirus. Let's keep people scared and keep people in. But as we've seen this week, there are several states, Colorado uh, leading the pace on this, to change the death toll, to go against the CDC guidelines as far as people dying from coronavirus. So they went from, I believe, 1,200 to 858 deaths now. So we look at that, you know, statewide, if we could take all these states, you know, the death toll is significantly less. You know, it's being manipulated, so it looks bad, because this is the only thing they're going to be able to use against the president now. The fact that there was this conspiracy, it's done. Now all we got is this. So let's wake up people, go to the polls, vote for Republican. Let's end this hypocrisy. Let's hold people accountable. And remember again, as we begin to open up, Remember to be kind to people. Remember to be nice to people. Remember if you go out to eat or you go to the store, you know, it's going to take extra time. They're not fully staffed. They have different procedures they have to go through. Remember to be polite and to be kind to one another. That's what makes this country great. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Check out his Facebook page at Joe's Common Sense Podcast to leave your comments. Please subscribe and rate this podcast and tell your friends. Catch us back here next Sunday for another fresh new episode.